Welcome, 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 everybody. Um, this is Game Time Sports. I'm your host, Travis Fraser, with my co-host, Lance Dyer. And it was one of those terrible, terrible weeks for injuries. I know everybody was watching, and you know what? Um, football, it's a scary sport. You know, you're like in car accidents every day. These guys actually go through a lot and their bodies are just it's it sucks man as a fan you don't you don't want to see these guys get injured but you know keep keep your head up this is the end of week 2 i know we got a long way to go but <laughs> oh man do you have any do you have any sympath- uh, sympathetic words for our listeners it's a marathon not a sprint We'll get through this. Every I think there's a lot of teams, a lot of for talking fantasy. There's a lot of rosters right now that have a bunch of injuries. Um, this is why you know we promoted um, in the draft get depth at every position because this is going to be a long season, no preseason, no game reps. Uh, we're seeing a lot of people getting in, injured. We're, we're going to be going through all the injuries. Um, some guys and we lost a lot of key guys. We actually lost for the year. Um, but yeah, just keep your head up and keep pushing. Someone has to be a champion at the end of this year. And regardless, let's hope that uh, we can get you there. Yes. Yes. So we will get into the injuries for week two. We just got confirmation that Corton Sutton tore his knee and he's out for the season. Another devastating injury to a great player. Um, and the Broncos also lost Drew Locke. So their season's already done before it began, which is pretty sad. And that's a lot of teams actually right now. Um, Jerry Drew doesn't have to do a lot. <laughs> for a rookie to come in, um, it's gonna be it's going to be a tough road for him, man. Without your starting quarterback, also, um, do you think the Broncos are going to get first overall pick? Uh, it's hard to say. It's still a long season. Drew Locke is out with uh, looks like he has a rotator labral issue in the back shoulder. He's going to be out for two to six weeks. Um, and for fantasy, um, Jeff Driscoll was pretty decent, even playing that tough Pittsburgh defense. Um, honestly. If you if Noah Fant is some way or somehow, which I guarantee he's not, if he's in your waiver, that's a must pick up. Um, we'll be going through the studs and duds, but he for at tight end he was one of the uh, great studs. But this is rough losing Cortland Sutton um, for the year. Not not much more I can say. <laughs> um, we got Saquon with a torn. ACL. We all knew it by the way he stepped on the floor and his leg just gave out. Another sad injury for a great player. And the Giants again find themselves in no man's land. Um, Daniel Jones is going to have to do a lot. Sterling Shepard also got injured on the Giants too. Turf toe injury. That's not as severe, but he'll be out for a while also. And yep, Giants are going to have to suffer another year, man. Yeah, it's uh, there's another another person 
top running back, your number one pick, Christian McCaffrey, um, with the high ankle sprain. Uh, both players, these are your first and second pick. Um, just Travis, how do you replace this? Like, how would you replace losing Saquon and losing Christian McCaffrey for a few weeks? You can't. That's just the problem, right? Like, you're just not going to get the same productivity with anybody else, right? Like, um, Mike Davis is backup, but it's like, oh, man. He's – he might get you 10 points, um, but I don't know, man. Same with Saquon. It's like Deion Lewis. They might sign Freeman, but if if Saquon's struggling in that offense, Freeman or Deion Lewis are not going to do anything, and that's just what it is, right? It just you're just happy that you have their backup on your team, but honestly, they're not going to do anything. What do you think about their backups? Um, I would take a shot with Mike Davis. Um, for he was he was pretty decent. Um, he caught eight receptions for eight targets out of the backfield, which was uh, was something. Now he'll be the lead dog. Um, eight eight for eight was seventy four yards. Came in and did his job. Devonta Freeman, we haven't seen him all year. He should be ready and healthy and fresh, good to go. Depending where you go, monitor him. Um, if you're like, if you're lucky and he's, he's still there, because he might be there. To be honest, he's you he might be in the wave wire. Um, and what a little secret that people don't know, I'll give you guys early. Um, because he's not on a roster per se, he should be available to pick up immediately right now. Um, as a little uh, a little life hack, if no one knows that um, if he's available in the waivers, he's available to pick up because he's not on a roster. Don't have to wait for waivers to run. You can beat your way through it so you don't have to bid for him. You already have your roster if you woke up early like myself and picked him up. Um, Paris Campbell suffered a PCL injury, and he's going to be sidelined indefinitely for who knows how long. It seemed like it was worse, but... Um, this is good for Zach Pascal. Uh, did pa- Zach Pascal get injured too? I think he might have, but um, no, I think he's fine. He's fine. So uh, Michael Pittman Jr. might get more targets. Um, you know, we'll see how that goes. This this week was just devastating yeah. for everybody. Zach, Zach pa- Pascal did have an ankle injury, oh, yeah. but he he was active. He played. He looked he looked okay. Michael Pittman Jr., uh, rookie wide receiver on the Colts. He's going to have to get acclimated sooner than later to the NFL. He looked decent out there. Um, that's another person, if he's available in your waiver wires, you could take a shot on. Someone has to catch the ball in in uh, the Colts. And T.Y. Hilton doesn't look that um, fresh right now for some reason. No idea what's going on. It's old. <laughs> <laughs> He's old, man. And Tyrod Taylor didn't suit up, which was pretty interesting. And Jordan, Justin Herbert came in and just blew everybody away. So, um, yeah. Uh, I would expect them to start Justin Herbert instead of Tyrod. But. Yeah, Tyrod's um, out with the chest for week. He's week to week. So, it looks like uh, Justin Herbert will be uh, starting and most likely if he keeps playing like how he did against the Chiefs, keeping the job. Sammy Watkins left with a hit to the head. Um, Sammy's always out, man. Yeah, it wasn't like... <laughs> you always have to enjoy him week one, 
and then you you put him on your bench, and yeah, that's it. Other notable injuries: um, Jimmy Garoppolo, his knee or is it ankles? I think he had a high ankle sprain, yeah. four to four to six weeks. Raheem Mostert, uh, Raheem Mostert, MCL sprain is out as well. The whole 49er roster, injury, injured. They're all out. We can just keep going with that team, but we'll move on. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think that's it really for the injuries. We'll, we'll, we'll finish with some good news. Chris Godwin, Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver, is cleared from his concussion. He is good to go. You will see him for week three. So all my Chris Godwin owners, let's fire him up. There's some good news on the horizon. We got Chris Godwin back at least. Good news for Chris Godwin owners. Bad news for Mike Evan owners. <laughs> <laughs> or is it good good news for both man? Like it opens up the opens up the true the floor for both. True. Everyone can eat. Yeah, sometimes not with the older quarterback. I don't think I don't think that's possible. That's just getting acclimated to the offense. It's really hard. Um. Yeah, week two. Those are the injuries. Let's move on to the studs and duds of the week. And the number one stud was Aaron Jones. He went ballistic. At running back of. I'll let you take this lead here. Aaron Jones, running back of Green Bay Packers, had himself a day 168 yards on the ground, 68 yards in the air, two touchdowns on the ground, one touchdown in the air. That's 236 yards of scrimmage yards. Um, I just want to say this. Yes, I'm very excited for Aaron Jones. But it's it's everyone's been writing off Aaron Jones all year. Oh, you know, regression's going to hit. Um, I don't think Aaron Jones knows the season ended. I think he's just continuing on like the season has never ended. Like it's, he's still playing like his last season. These numbers that he's putting up, he already has five touchdowns for, on the year. Um, I'm not saying he's going to be putting up big touchdown numbers every week, but I don't. It doesn't look like he's going to regress that much. He's he's. Hey, we forgot to bring up one injury, a minor injury, because it's not major yet. No big news on it. But Devontae mm-hmm. Adams exited with the hamstring. Um, so. If he is sidelined, expect Aaron Jones to get a lot of more touches in the air. Um, he's going to have to do a lot more because, really, we've seen – if you watched that game yesterday, um, everyone beyond Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones weren't reliable like always. Guys were dropping balls and stuff. But So look for Aaron Jones to take another step up and be elite for you. Now, that's what happened last year. Didn't Devontae Adams get injured and then – it was the Aaron um, Jones show. And Aaron Jones again, so it's like a repeat of last year. Um, looks like it's better for his fantasy outlook that uh, Devontae Adams is not there, but he was a stud this week. And yeah, man. Yeah, we have another stud, and he's been pulling it off from this start, and it is Calvin Ridley. My guy was the breakout candidate of the year. And, and he's, he's delivered. Yep. The second game, 109 yards, another two touchdowns on 10 targets, seven receptions. He's going nuts, but 
it's also because Julio's on the field also, so um gotta take that into consideration. Football has a lot of moving pieces we've learned over the years. And that's kind of like the sad part, unless you get that number one stud that you know, like like Julio. But we'll see if we'll see if Julio's out and Calvary really could hold his own. It'll be nice to see that too, because you know, you always want an emergence of a new wide receiver one and in the league, that's really hard to come by. So, another stud. Who's your other stud of the week? Um, I'm going to bring him up because he was not expected. He was probably on your bench. If you played him, it must have been a great day for you. Running back from Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Leonard mm. Fournette. Very surprising. 13 carries, 103 yards on the ground, four receptions, two rush touchdowns. Uh, he looked good. He yeah. looked good. Um, not expected. He he actually looked like the best running back on the field compared to um, Ronald Jones. Yeah, he he looked really good. I was like, dang. He was on my bench because I drafted him third round, and then stupid Jacksonville Jaguars dropped him. I guess they're not stupid because they're still doing well. So, um, so Travis, do you do we start up Leonard Fournette now? What do we do now? Because this is this is an issue. It looks like they're splitting carries from based on the numbers. Do we start up Leonard Fournette? So let's 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 take away the touchdowns. He still put up over 100 yards. Put over 100 yards. He did look like the best running back. Would you uh, take the shot next week? I would. Just why not, right? I mean, like he's a better runner than Aaron Jones. We all know that. And teams don't know what to look for the pass or the run against Tampa, right? So, but. Keep in mind that they were facing the Carolina Panthers and they're just a horrible team, but I guess you would have to start him, right, in your flex spot. I mean, playing the what Broncos. Do you, yeah, the Broncos is a little bit better at the run, but even last year when he was on Jacksonville Jaguars, I think he put up almost like 200 yards on them. We didn't get a touchdown, which was funny. So I would start him, would you? If I'm a team that just lost Christian McCaffrey, lost Saquon Barkley, or just really decimated at running back position right now. I, I'll be definitely starting him up. If he's in your waiver wire, because some people say, you know what, Leonard Fournette doesn't look like he's going to get any um, touches. Pick him up. This might be it. This we all know that Leonard Fournette has has done it before. He has been an RB uh, in the one tier. So why not pick him up? He showed us um, yesterday that he could be. Um, he can put up RB num RB one numbers. He finished last yesterday as RB three. Overall, so why not start him up? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, who's your other stud of the week? Let's go to quarterback position. Yeah, very not surprising, but surprising. I expected a lot of points from that game, anyways. Dak Prescott, Dallas Cowboys. That game was insane. Dallas game Cowboys. Of the year. <laughs> game of the year, exactly. As of right now, that was the craziest game. Dak put up four hundred and fifty yards. One pass touchdown, uh, threw 47 times, completed 34. Uh, rushed for three rush touchdowns, which was insane. 18 rush yards. Dak Prescott did everything. That's a that's what I call a franchise quarterback. They were down 20 to zero, and he found a way to bring these guys back, and they won 40 to 39. Never gave up and made sure to win that game. Dak deserves to get paid. He does, man. Like, he lost his brother earlier in the season, earlier in the year. And, like, look at this, man. He's just coming out, and he's focused. Like, um, 
he's a leader. I can't say he's not, man. Like, they need to pay him, and they need to pay him quick because the grass ain't greener on the other side of Dak. I can tell you that much, right? <laughs> Definitely, man. He's 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 showing you that he can. He he basically carried his team to a victory yesterday. He was everything you needed in a quarterback to do when you're down twenty to nothing. When the game was over, when we all thought the game was over, you need we needed one person on the field to believe that you know what this game is ain't over, and it was your quarterback, and he was the one to rally you back to victory. Yes. So my stud tight end of the week was Jonu Smith, and he was on my bench. Five targets, four receptions, eighty-four yards, and two TDs. Uh, yeah, that was a really good game. I didn't see that happening. He only got only received four yards. I mean, four targets. But he had a big, big play in the beginning. When you see this guy run, it's like, oh my goodness! Like he's so quick for such a big guy, man. He's like a freak of nature. This is why I love those. Uh, like that's why I've been promoting. If you don't grab a tight end early, do not grab a tight end early. Grab them late. And if you're gonna grab them late, grab an athlete. Grab mm-hmm. a guy that can. Like we were saying when we were doing our uh, mock draft show earlier this year, if you grab a tight end late, grab an athlete. And who did we promote, Travis? We Didn't we promote yeah, Jonu Smith? We did. Didn't we, we did. say, go grab Jonu because he can catch, run after the catch. Mm-hmm. This is the type of tight ends you need. All he needs is four targets, <laughs> four receptions. True. But if he can run, give you another 15, 20 yards after the catch, he's doing exactly what you need for fantasy football. He plus gave you two tight uh two uh, touchdowns finish off with 22.4 fantasy points half point ppr that's a that's a crazy stat line eh? that's what you need from your tight end (laughs) oh man yeah he's one of the best at the yak man in the league he's up there with the george kittles and the kelseys and the fans fans really good too man fans uh we can go on with these tight ends this week was a great week for the tight end yeah it was a really good week for the tight end um, I'll go with uh, one of my first two. There's two. T- oh, there's too many tight ends, but Mike Gesicki. Oh, uh, he was tight end too. We'll talk about the number one tight end after. 130 yards, eight receptions, one touchdown off 11 targets. My guy was a machine. Finished off with 23 uh, p- fantasy points. He was just a monster out there. Yeah, especially because like the first week he was just non-existent. Right? It's just funny. Like he's just not even a part of the game plan at all, and then just blows up it's insane but he is a monster so who's the tight end one of the week no one other tyler higby oh yeah los angeles rams five receptions 54 yards but what made him a tight end one it was those three touchdowns finished off with 25.9 fantasy points on the week um he looked really good he looked really good man he did um he was open all the time. Yeah, he in was. The, in the red zone. They were so focused on the run that Tyler Higby was in the, in the end zone on an island by himself. All he had to do was get his hands open, and he would have caught it. Yeah. And he did take advantage of those, got those three touchdowns. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. The Rams offense, looks they look Yo, really good. They yes. look really good. The, um, they found their um, they found their groove, man. They found their groove. It's not great for the wide receivers. You're in the fantasy outlook of the receivers. You're yeah. not getting what you, you're not getting the production that you want. Except but, Robert Woods, he's pretty consistent. Yeah, 
like I, like right now it's I, it's just growing pains with um yeah Cooper Cup man yeah oh. it's gonna it's not gonna be what you want it's it's, it's the yeah, way they're playing he might be a dud all year to be honest man and I would probably try and trade him we'll save that for another show but <laughs> we'll that, yeah we'll save that for another show um but yeah and another Who's notable your- uh, huh. I was going to say who was uh, any other – I was going to talk about the wide receivers. Any other wide receivers yeah. you want to talk uh, about? Julian Edelman, man. He was pretty good, eh? Like, I didn't think he would actually go off that much, but he crushed me in another league. Um, I was on the receiving end of it. Oh, it was personal. He had 179 <laughs> yards on eight, 11 targets and eight receptions, 21.5 fantasy points. That's a good day, man. Like I honestly I did not expect this from Julian Edelman. He's getting up there and I didn't expect Cam to air it out as much as he did. He had a great fantasy day also. But yeah, what were your thoughts on uh, Edelman? Edelman looked he looked he needed to do he was the only one they had. Yeah, true. true. This only one they had was a Sunday night prime game. They needed him to go get going and he did. Showing vintage Edelman. We thought it was Tom Brady, but no, it's Edelman. He's just that talented. Mm-hmm. It's good to see him out there doing what he has to do and keeping the game closed for the Patriots. But let's talk about the the chef. Oh, yes. He's been cooking. Yes. Oh, and man. still cooking. The Russell Wilson. Yes, the Russell. Has been cooking. I just feel bad because his defense I'll is leave it to you. Like, this is your guy. Um. Man, Wagner's looking slow this year. Their whole linebacker crew is just like non-existent, I feel like. And their secondary sucks also. Plus, they, they traded for Adams and like the guy doesn't even cover. He just blitzes every single play. So it's like you guys traded for a guy that doesn't even cover, first of all. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but they were getting shredded by Cam. Honestly, I've never seen Cam shred a team like that in my life personally. I, have you? No. Like it was just horrible. Like really, but Cam is playing. Cam's playing with a different mode. Yeah, true. He, he's playing in a different mode. He feels like the way Cam's been playing. You can tell this is personal. This is different. This is not. This is more than anything. They wrote him off. You had Carolina Panthers basically say you're finished. He w- was struggling to get a job. Bill Belichick brought him in, and he brought. He has that hunger. He's the last man. He's the first man in, last man out. He's being exactly what you need from a quarterback, and he's fighting to win these games. Just lost to the Seahawks, but you know I'm happy to see Cam out there doing Cam Noon things. Honestly, and for fantasy, I think he's going to finish as a top five quarterback this year. Yeah, he will because he, he has all the tools. Yeah. He's, he's really he's showing you his vintage Cam. He can still rush the ball. He can pass the ball. He's doing anything to win the game. This Cam Newton is playing with the Patriots team that needs him to do everything. So if you if you got him as your late quarterback, that was a steal. It was. Another notable running back, actually, was James Conner, man. He had that injury last week, and then no one knew who to start. And I, some people probably didn't even start James Conner. But he finished off with 19.1 fantasy points, rushed the ball for 106 yards with 16 carries, Got a touchdown, two two receptions, and caught two receptions for 15 yards. He's looking good, man. He looks like he's back. Yeah, he does look like he's back. I think last week I said not to start him. (laughs) Um, 
I just want to say one thing. I hate to say this, <laughs> but in a week where everyone got injured, the man yeah. that didn't get injured was James Conner. What a wonderful week. Yeah. If you started James Conner, you got to reap the benefits. Uh, Benny Sell, don't even worry about him. If you have him, you can drop him. Um, it's a James Conner show. It's been proven. They, Mike Tomlin does not want to run a committee. He no. wants to run James Conner. He wants one lead back. J- Mike Tomlin is a smart coach. Mm-hmm. Why would you run a committee when you got one guy that is just better than everybody else? When he's healthy, we're talking about uh, top 10, top 12 running back. And when James Conner is out there for the full game, that's what he is. He is a top 10 running back. It so is. let's hope he can stay healthy and continue to uh, dominate for fantasy because great thing if you draft a James Conner earlier, you would have got him as your third RB. Mm, very true. Um, are you good for the stars of the week, the studs? I'm good with the studs. Let's talk about the guys that didn't show up. Yeah, one of my guys, it's Julio Jones. Um, but it, like this one was injury-related. There's a lot of injury duds this week and you know what can you do he only gave you oh man 3.4 fantasy points in the one of the day in one of the highest scoring games that will probably be of this year um he only had four targets like what i guess he was just playing a decoy right what can you do he had that one play from russell gauge that oh yeah we, we, you knew something was wrong with Julio when, when they threw that ball. He was by himself. He did separate, but couldn't pull it in. He couldn't get that extra ump to, to reel it in. Then everyone was – that's when you knew that Julio – there was something wrong because if Julio was fully healthy, he would have caught that for sure. Yep. He would have caught it in his stride, but he just was – didn't have the extra step to get it. Um. Yeah. Who's your uh, dud? Um. I was very happy. I hate to say it, but guy that we thought was going to go nuts, and we we said he was going to go nuts, but he didn't because he usually does. That's Derrick Henry mm. against Jacksonville Jaguars. 24, 25 carries, eighty four yards, no touchdowns. They really, they really, um, Jacksonville really focused on yep. Derrick Henry. They did not want to get beat by Derrick Henry. They wanted Ryan Tannehill to beat them. Um, Ryan Tannehill had a really good game. He was a stud as well, but um, Derrick Henry did couldn't couldn't get anything open. They really stopped him on the line. They kept him at bay, kept the game really close. Honestly, Jacksonville could have won the game, just the interception at the end by Gardner Minshew. But yeah, they really had um, Derrick Henry bottled up. Um, another stud of the week is for me uh, Deontay Johnson, man. Dante Johnson. Oh yeah, we're on we're on duds, but we forgot Dante Deontay Johnson. If you want to talk about Deontay Johnson, go ahead. You have the floor. <laughs> he had nineteen fantasy point nineteen point two. He had ninety two receptions and a touchdown. He got thirteen targets. My gosh! And we also forgot Josh Allen thirty four point four point four five fantasy points. He had four hundred seventeen yards, four t- four touchdowns. Man, so. Those are the studs. Forgot those two. Um, another dud I have was David Johnson, and I know we said do not start him. I'm pretty sure we said that. Nope. Of course not. And he only had six fantasy points. So But you would have to. You yeah. would have to start him. That he was one of those players that you shouldn't start, but you would have had to start. 
Yeah, it sucks, man. The, that team's just, oh, it's not looking good, man. Will Fuller also got injured. We forgot to talk about that. It wasn't long before Will Fuller pulled his hamstring. <laughs> just something Will Fuller, he's just too fast, man. Yeah. When you're just too fast for yourself, like the, the muscles can't react as fast. You're like, man, you're way too fast. Oh, pull the hamstring. Man, um, zero targets in that game for him. Oh, man. Goose egg if you started him. That yeah. really hurt your team. I know week. a lot of people started him for sure. Yes, you would have, but you should have known the matchup, but you still would take the shot. Another yeah. dud this week. Um, you we all would have started him. Allen Robinson. Oh, yes. Three for nine, 33 yards. Not impressive. Had the targets, didn't have the receptions, didn't do much with what he what and when he caught it. Um really hurted your week. If you probably started him, you might have lost your week. Yes. You most likely did. <laughs> Any other duds? There's there's a couple more duds. Yeah, probably Devontae Adams, but he got injured. It's still a dud as a dud, right? <laughs> when he had five fantasy points, three out of three receptions for 36 yards. He was off to a good start, but, you know, the injuries are just, you know, it's fantasy football, man. What can you really do? Do you have any more? Yes. Just left Everyone's hype beast. Everyone that was hyped up. The fresh prince himself, Clyde Edward <laughs> Belair, was not the prince. He wasn't fresh. He f- had 10 carries, 38 yards. At least Man. we got to see the receptions this time, but only 32 yards. Didn't do much. It's Clyde. You expected more than 10 fantasy points from him. Yeah. It's not Man. a dud, but it's still a dud. It is. Just because, like, you're expecting just, like, high octane, right? And you're not getting it in return. That's the only thing. They're not really looking to him a lot, right? So I'm not sure how they're going to integrate him into the offense. It's a little bit worrisome for me, at least, because I own Clyde too. But uh, I don't know, man. Uh, are you worried about his his um, involvement in the team? I'm not worried about Clyde. I just think you should have known that this is a Chiefs offense that is so dynamic that mm-hmm. it can go anywhere. One day it can be the Clyde show, it can be Travis Kelsey, it can be Terry Kill. Just so many mouths to feed that there's going to be weeks where one of these mouths are not going to be fed. And that's what it is. And you just got to, you're going to have to live with it. If you want to be part of this offense, you have to understand that there's going to be weeks where a guy like Clyde Edwards Alaire won't be there. He won't be elite. Um, But that's how it's going to go. Yep. You know, we forgot one stud. I'll go back to the stud for a second. This guy, and he's a kicker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we know who you're talking about, Atlanta Falcons. You, 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 Young Hoku. Oh my good, he had 17 fantasy points. He was better than most of all of your wide receivers and running backs, or equal to of the stud running backs, which is just insanely to say. He his had leg, his leg, his leg was. Oh my! His leg was going. <laughs> He was going nuts. That leg was just on fire, man. 17 fantasy points. Can you believe it? Anytime a kicker gives you over 10 or 10, it's just like, oh my, you're like so pleased. Yeah, man, because I don't care what no one says, okay? I don't care. You can listen to any fantasy podcast. There's no fantasy podcast that can, can tell you what kicker is going to do great. It's impossible. Yeah, no, it's, it's impossible. We only know the, we know the great kickers, like, Justin Tucker, mm-hmm. Harrison Buckter, those type of guys will be consistent. But 
you don't know their production. You're just hoping. But when you have a guy like Young Hoku that can come out and give you 17, you enjoy it. <laughs> I got a tight end dud for you. A lot of people said start this guy, and it was Chris Herndon because he was the only guy on the team, but he gave you a big dud with a one-point game. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because uh, I forgot he was even on the team after he was playing. Yeah, I didn't even was... know he was out there. I thought he was injured too, the way he was playing. Um, yeah. yeah, man. This, honestly, the whole New York Jets is a dud. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not looking good. Let's be honest. Just Every Jet, do not start them for now. Just don't even try. You're just wasting your time. Um, another dud. People are actually angry at him on on, <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram messaging him. It's Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Uh, 20 carries, 86 yards, nine receptions uh, for two receptions, giving you 10.5 fantasy points. He he did something, but he yeah. didn't do what you where you drafted him for. Um, that's why he's another dud. A lot of people are not upset. Um, he came back out and said, if you're not happy, drop me. And let someone else be happy. Bless someone else. I will but be happy if someone does that. <laughs> yes, if you like to drop Kenyon Drake. I'll spend my whole bank on him, man. Yes. I would too. You have any more duds? Um Ian Thomas was a dud as well. Mm, Didn't show up for your fantasy team, another tight end. Um but it's a tight end. People have to understand, you know, it's one of those positions where duds are Possible, mm-hmm. not heavily targeted. You know he had the great week the week before, but the whole offense of Washington Redskins did struggle yep. against Arizona's defense. If you started Arizona's defense, you were happy. But oh, yeah. that's one of my, my last dud. I got one more though. Is Todd Gurley? He had twenty one carries and only gave you sixty one yards. With so he had only six point one points. That's a dud to me, man. That's definitely a dud. <laughs> of that production. Oh my goodness. But 21 this is, carries. You know what? Let's be honest here. Sean McVay, I think he's a smart coach, right? You mm-hmm. think so as well? Yep. If Sean McVay and the Los Angeles Rams moved on, yeah. Moved on and said, hey, we're gonna pay you your contracts though, like your big bucks, nine million. We'll we'll pay that. Atlanta Falcons, you can take him. Whoever wants him, you can take him. Atlanta took him because clearly they knew something. They knew he was finished. I hate to say that Targaryen is finished, but I'll be real. He does not look the same. No, he doesn't. No. This is a this is honestly Atlanta's offense. <laughs> if you have a no, if you have a a wide receiver in this offense, you are pleased right now. They're looking good. They're reminding me of last year's Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where if you had a receiver, you were happy. Not maybe not every week. This is right now. The Falcons are a little more consistent. Like you know, Kevin Ridley is getting his big numbers. Mm-hmm. Russell Gage is getting involved. Julio, if he was healthy, would be involved. But yeah, yeah, the run game is not not working out. And you know, it was good to see Miles Sanders back. Actually, yes, he, it was he's, very happy. He had twenty carries, but at least he had ninety-five yards and a touchdown. Three, uh, three out of seven receptions, 36 yards. So it's nice to see him back, man. We're getting Chris yes. Godwin back next year. Next but, year? 
I mean, sorry. Next, <laughs> next week. I'm I like, damn, I don't want him to. I hope not because I didn't know you took. I hope he didn't blow up the ACL. Kyler Murray actually had a good game too, man. He went nuts. Kyler Murray doing Kyler Murray things. He was one of the breakouts of the year. He looks like he's producing on it uh, with a year where a lot of teams are hobbled and injured. He's flourishing. Good to see Kyler Murray. It is. Keep doing your thing. Man, that was a stressful week too. Um, it's it's sad that a lot of people got injured and the the whole year's changed now, right? Like there's no going back and this is why we need a preseason and we need OTAs because people need to warm up and get their, their joints lubricated and loose because look at the result, man. This is... Hamstring, ACLs, you name it, we have seen it. Like they should have had controlled OTAs with like they were doing now, right? With testing, you know what I mean? Like because I think I think at that time it was harder because we we're still in the midst of the, the lockdown, like, re- yeah. really in like the midst of the pandemic. That that was one of the more serious. Like we're still trying to figure out what to do. There was no no every sport kind of stopped at the time. Football was starting up. They still couldn't figure out what how they're gonna do this. So this what this is the result. That's why in fantasy, if we can promote anything, and I'm going to promote this every episode, depth is key. You're going to need it. It's already been shown. So keep keep looking for depth as much as possible. Yeah. So we can we can talk about the Monday night game for a little bit. We got Deep the dive Saints right into it. Going against the Raiders in the in the new stadium. I know no fans are gonna be there, but it's a it's a cool looking stadium, man. Such a shame. Do you know what they're calling it? No. Do you know what they, you know what they you know what they want to call it actually? What are they the black they tunnel? Call it, no. The Death Star. Oh my. Oh man, all my Star Wars people <laughs> like myself. When I heard that, I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to go to the stadium." Uh, they're trying to promote it as a Death Star. I'm like, "This is pretty cool." Um, it looks amazing. This should be a good game. On the Saints side, there's no Michael Thomas. Um, on the Raiders side, pretty much everyone's there except we you know Tyra Williams has been injured. Uh, for fantasy, what are you looking at, Travis? Um, I'm looking at Josh, Josh Jacobs. He might not have the greatest game because the Saints are a good defense. They're a good run defense. Um, he's he and Derek Carr too. Like, how good is he gonna play? You know, I'm looking at Kamara to have a really big game just because Michael Thomas is not there. So I see a lot of dump downs for Kamara from Drew Brees. What are you looking for in this one? Um. Before I go into that, I have a question. It's for uh, a friend of mine. Over and under, my um, Josh Jacobs, nineteen fantasy points. Ooh, I'm going under. Under? Yeah. Okay. All right, what about you? Personally, for the friend, aka myself, I need to go over so I can win a week. <laughs> but. I'll be reality because this is a show. He's most likely going to go under. I'm probably going to lose this week. Oh, man. Oh, so you need 19 fantasy points. Oh, I'm right there, man. I need exactly just over 19 fantasy points. So I'm hoping for the best. If not, move on. 
Yeah, you know, you can't hang your head um, too much in fantasy, but I can see from this week I like I see Manny Sanders should be getting some touches. Um he when Mike Thomas was there, Manny Sanders uh they both got the same amount of receptions last week. The only difference is uh Manny Sanders got a touchdown. Manny Sanders is a veteran. We he has seen he has been in a, a wide receiver one on the team, so he knows how to handle it. He's with Drew Brees that is elite. He's a great, accurate quarterback. I do agree with you, Alvin Kamara. I can see a lot of targets going to Alvin. Um, Traquan Smith on the other side is going to have to step it up. Um, who would you be starting in this game? Who would you actually be starting? Oh, Sanders for sure. Sanders. Yeah. Ruggs might be a sneaky um, sneaky ad. Is he injured or is he playing? Um, I think he's that, playing. I think he's playing. Um, Jared Cook. Waller, yeah, Jared, Jared Cook. Jared Cook. Jared Cook's going to have a big game today. Mm-hmm. I th- I can see a good amount of targets going his way. I forgot all about Jared Cook. But Jared Cook, He's good. that's a guy you have to be starting this. You're going to have to start today on your Monday night. If you if you didn't use your tight end, if you are if you were, you most likely did. A lot of people probably did. Unless the Jared, Jared Cook owners, they're going to play him. But, man, yeah, you started Jared Cook. You should have a good day. Good game. Yeah, Darren Waller too. He's really good. Of course. He's like the safety blanket for um Derek Carr, so I'd start him also. And I'd start the Saints defense just in case. You never know how it's gonna go, right? That is true. You start the Saints defense. Um this is Monday night, so you're a lot of positions are probably already locked up. Yeah. Um the over and under most- is forty eight point eight, forty five. So they expect uh, a good amount of points out of this game. I can see that. I can see a lot of points uh, being scored through the air on the ground. Yeah, and uh, they got Saints winning by five. I can yes, see that also. I can see that as well. But and it looks like uh, the Raiders won't be able to uh, defend the death star today. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, next week. Maybe next week. But the name does sound cool if they if they actually call that the death star. Like, yeah, I'll proclaim the, the Death Star. I, I'll be really, really I'm definitely going to the one of those. Day, one of these days, I definitely want to go there. It looks so cool, especially because it's in Vegas too, right? Oh yeah, so that'd be cool to go to. And that is it for today's shows, folks. Thank you to our listeners. Um, I don't think I thank you guys this season yet, but we really appreciate the listens, and we just want to provide you with the best fantasy advice. Um. Share this podcast with your friends, please. Um, you know, you can check us out on any podcast apps, as you know already. Uh, yeah, you, you can find us on Instagram. At, why do I always have trouble with this? GTS FF, GT Sports FF. Am I right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, yeah, you please keep listening and share this podcast. And thank you guys for listening. Do you have any final words for our fans? Yes, thank thank you very much for listening. You know where to find me, GT Sports underscore LD. You know where to find Travis, TMF, TMF underscore XI on tomorrow's episode. It's going to be a very important one for tomorrow. We're going to be talking waivers, waivers, and more waivers. Let's hope. And if there's any injuries, um, new injuries or things that need to be clear, we'll definitely cover that tomorrow. We'll definitely give you advice on Tomorrow we're going to really help you guys. How are you going to get ready for week three? Because 
I mean, that's going to be the most important thing. A lot of teams are hurt from clear from this episode. You've heard a lot of teams are going to be missing players and we're going to, we're going to definitely help you get to fill those spots and be able to win your weeks. And that's it for the show. Everyone take care. Enjoy your Monday. Enjoy the Monday night. See you guys tomorrow.